Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk. Or the Global Listoon Varna or Copperface Jacks for Millionaires begins next week. The World Economic Forum starts in the Swiss ski village of Davos, where the world's political and corporate elite come together to thrash out deals and do a lot of talking, coffee drinking and getting into and out of people carriers in the snow. Ahead of the massive jamboree, the WEF has published its Global Risks Report. The number one concern of chief executives over the coming two years is the cost of living crisis. But climate change dominates the worries over the next 10 years. Well, Susanna Streeter from Hargreaves Lansdowne is live in Davos in Switzerland for us. Good morning, Susanna. Is it cold over there? It is a very chilly, Joe, and there will be relief, I think, among uh, many in the Alps that actually the snow has descended. Of course, some resorts still really struggling because we've had such a warm uh, winter in Europe so far. But uh, certainly snow is falling. I don't think necessarily, though, that uh, many of the world leaders gathered would have much time to go out the slopes. No, it's fascinating I, to see it all unfold here. It is. And um, you and I have been to the World Economic Forum when we were with the BBC. And we've seen basically you, you go from one meeting to the next meeting. You don't get to do any skiing at all, um, but you do get ushered around and the security checks are crazy. Yes, really crazy. And what is fascinating is watching the build up because I've been at a pre-Davis event with lots of small and medium-sized businesses talking about innovations that could help uh, provide solutions to some of the world's uh, problems. But during this, you've seen the build up and carpenters coming in and painters and they're transforming all the shops along the main street into hubs for some of the world's biggest brands where they'd be talking shops, where they'd be making those deals as you're talking about, but also trying to get their heads together and work out how to take on these challenges which are looming. I mean, as you mentioned in that report, it's the cost of living crisis that is really concentrating minds among world leaders because populations um, in many parts of the world are really struggling. But longer term, it's the climate threat risk. And there is set to be an Arctic tent erected again by by scientists, uh, Arctic scientists, to raise awareness about the dangers of the Arctic ice melting. Actually, climate change is so much more on the agenda here than ever it used to be. And yet some people will accuse them of gross hypocrisy because they use private jets and helicopters to get to Davos, which is uh, you know, inaccessible, at, uh, to, to, to put it mildly. Um, the mood this year, Susanna, I suspect it's vastly different from the one 12 months ago. 12 months ago, we were emerging from the pandemic, emerging robustly in economic terms. But in the intervening 12 months, we have a war in continental Europe. Interest rates are rising rapidly and inflation has been a serious, serious burden. Yeah, geopolitical fracture is the real theme of this conference. Um, and uh, the whole aim is trying to find a new cooperation in a fragmented world. So there are, of course, real continuing issues about supply chain problems, about the price of goods and services, and just how do you navigate a world where China is increasingly withdrawing, Russia is isolated, new trade spats are emerging between US and China, and this is the conundrum that world leaders are facing. They still have to solve, try and come up with some more solutions to accelerate um, towards those net zero targets and try and find um, a way through this fog of war as well. So it is very 
um, I think the mood is going to be pretty sombre, but quite determined as well to show that Davos isn't just a talking shop, because of course it has been criticised as this. Talking shop for the wealthy in a ski resort. Uh, the location has been criticised for years, but the World Economic Forum is based in Geneva in uh, Switzerland, so not that far away. So um, it's just been a tradition that uh, uh, Davos has taken place in Davos, you know, uh, and it's all very much geared up for it in this town. Indeed. And, and, and more immediately, people, especially the markets, they're digesting the inflation number from the US yesterday. Yes, that's right. So we had a bit of choppy trading on Wall Street uh, yesterday, the S&P 500 ending up. But what we saw, as expected, was that CPI inflation, consumer price inflation, is coming down gradually, down by 0.1% month on month. So uh, still rising 6.5% year on year, but certainly down from those really hot peaks in June. So that is good news. But we also had some other jobs data coming out indicating that the labour market is still pretty hot. So that's why you didn't see the SMP roar ahead because inflation is coming down. Um, there is still uncertainty about the where the path lies ahead for interest rates, which of course is exacerbating the cost of living uh, problems for millions of Americans with uh, mortgage rates going up, borrowing costs uh, rising, as well as uh, uh, the rises we've seen in food costs as well. So, um, and this, of course, is closely watched because what happens in the United States has repercussions for other economies as well. Yeah, people were hoping that the core inflation number, which strips out uh, volatile things such as energy, would move south a little bit faster, and it didn't. And as a result, the markets kind of moved sideways. They didn't really move um, too much up or down. And it's this core inflation number which strips out, as you say, um, volatile energy and food prices, which is watched. It still rose 0.3%. And it's also what's happening in terms of the labour market, which is closely watched. So all of that factor coming together meant, although overall inflation looks like it's going in the right direction, it could be really sticky in the months ahead, um, even though um, energy prices have dropped back. Still, it looks likely it's going to stay well above the target, uh, the Federal Reserve's target. And so it's likely that the hiking cycle of rates hasn't finished and it's likely that high rates will linger for longer. OK, Susanna, thank you so much. Enjoy the snow if you can. Susanna Streeter there from Hargreaves Lansdowne, live from Davos in Switzerland, ahead of the World Economic Forum. Now, we have a lovely competition worth €1,000 for you to win today. It comes courtesy of Tappy Tag, who we had on the show last week. They're the Irish company which is doing away with business cards entirely by giving you one single card which you can tap on someone's phone to exchange your contact details. And for a chance to win €1,000 worth of cards, for your colleagues uh, with your company logo and branding on them, simply text us on 53106 at a cost of 30 cents with the answer to this question. How many people sit on the European Central Bank Executive Board? How many people sit on the European Central Bank Executive Board? Text your name, ideally where you're from, followed by the answer to 53106 and we will read it out at the end of the show. How many people sit on the European Central Bank Executive Board and thanks to Tappy Tag. Back in a moment with the boss of Threatlocker. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk.